In the name of the true and living God, amen. amen. Please be seated. In December of the year 2017, there was a terrible fire in the hills above the town of Santa Barbara in Southern California. It was called the Thomas Fire, and it burned for weeks and weeks, right on into the Christmas season. People couldn't go outside because it was almost impossible to breathe. People started having to wear masks. These N95 masks that we're now so familiar with were required just to live at that point. And after being terrorized by the fire, it, it finally came to an end. It, it was finally extinguished after burning more than 400 acres. But then in a cruel turn of events, a few weeks later, there was a severe, a, a severe rainstorm that came. And because of the fire, all of the vegetation had been burned away. And the hillsides were vulnerable. And so the people were warned to be ready in case of floods to be prepared to evacuate if they needed to. And just a little after that, on the 9th of January at 3.30 in the morning, heavy rains came. But instead of a flood of water, what happened was the hillside was released and turned into liquid. Mud and rocks and tree trunks all came sliding down at speed into the neighborhoods where people lived. Some houses were completely smashed or lifted off of their foundations and moved. Cars were washed into the sea. Hundred and, more than 160 people were injured and 23 died. One of those who died was never found. Many of the people who survived were swept literally out of their beds and were found miles away and rescued. There's a husband and wife named Augie and Karen Johnson. And early that morning, they heard the sound of the storm and things hitting their home, and they woke up and they got their children up, and they went upstairs in their house as the downstairs filled up eight feet high with mud. And once the debris flow was subsiding, they climbed out onto the roof of their building and then down onto the ground, and they walked around to inspect, and they went to their neighbor's house to see how they were doing. And as they arrived over there, they heard a sound coming from the mud. And they started to remove the mud and dig down. And they dug down four feet and found a child. A child who apparently had been there for an hour, but was able to survive because of pocket of air. And Karen Johnson happens to be a pediatrician, so she knew what to do. Um, they, with their hands, pulled the mud out of his mouth. They cleared his airways, and rescue workers were able to get him quickly to a hospital. They didn't know the age of that child. They didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. But it was a precious life that they dug out of the ground. They searched for and they saved. Some years ago, my wife Sarah and I lived in Santa Barbara for a few years when our daughter was very young. And Karen Johnson was our pediatrician. And so after the mudslides occurred, I was shocked to look and see all over the internet pictures of Karen and Augie from that morning telling their story. It was the day that they had rescued the child 
And they were standing in an evacuation center covered in mud themselves, being interviewed by TV cameras, shaken. And remember, they had lost their entire home that day. They had almost lost their own lives. But they teared up as they spoke to the news reporters because they were talking about this precious life that was saved. It's a terrible and yet a clarifying day for those who experienced it. The whole community came together and people from neighboring communities came and they helped in all sorts of ways. And it did for them what 9-11 did for many who experienced it, causing regular people to be shocked into the awareness of how precious life is. When we, have an experience, when we have experienced something like this, it gives us the eyes that Jesus looks from when he sees the world. And the children's song turns out to be true. We are precious in his sight. In the opening words of the gospel today, Jesus is criticized by the scribes and the Pharisees who are grumbling about him. They say, this fellow welcomes sinners and he eats with them. To which, essentially, Jesus responds saying, exactly right. And he tells a story, two stories, one of a shepherd who loses a sheep and one of a woman who loses a coin. And when these things are lost and then a great effort is made and even risks are taken, incidentally, a friend of mine is a pastor in Vermont and he knows a lot of farmers and uh, some of them have sheep and he asked one of his, the farmers in his congregation would you really do that? Would you leave 99 sheep to go for the one? And the guy said, you'd have to be out of your mind. <laughs> you'd be a terrible farmer if you did that. <laughs> but they go and they search diligently and they find what was lost. And when they return it, an important part of the story is they rejoice. And their neighbors rejoice with them. If this can apply to a sheep or to a small coin, imagine God's joy when any, whenever any of us, God's children, have been lost and have been found. And whenever I hear this passage, I always remember a church that I'm familiar with um, where they have a wooden altar at that particular church and they've carved into the wood of the altar so everybody can see in Greek and in English the words from the Gospel of Luke, this fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. What a perfect thing to have on an altar because this is where we are welcomed as well. Now I haven't said anything about the queen yet but her passing on Thursday has been on the minds and the hearts of many in recent days. And I have to say, when I learned the news on Thursday, um, there were a couple things that caught me by surprise. The first thing was that um, even though it is the least surprising thing you could imagine that the queen would die, I wasn't expecting it. And I didn't expect to feel sad, but it gave me a feeling. I, I did feel that. And then the other surprise was I, I expected it to get media coverage, but I didn't expect the wall-to-wall -wall blanketing of coverage that we've been seeing. 
As fascinating though it is, I didn't think that would happen here in a former colony that beat the you know, monarchy years ago, that we, we would do what we're doing. But I've reflected on it, and I think I understand a little better why this has caused such an impact with so many people. You know, the experts on grief say that losses from your past remain with you. And whenever you grieve a new loss, you are also always grieving the losses you have known before. I think that for her life to end after being such a global fixture for so many years and for so many people has touched the people's hearts in a special way. And it has reminded us of other losses that have changed our worlds. And it comes at a time when the world has lived through so much grief in the last few years of the pandemic. We feel the preciousness of life at a time like this, or at a time like September 11th, or a time like any natural disaster. When we wake up to how truly precious each life is, we ourselves are found. Now, a few moments earlier, right here in the sanctuary, we had a baptism. And it was a beautiful event, as it always is at St. John's, with the baby that we bring out and walk around through the congregation. And I love to remind people at baptisms, always, that a baptism is not a ticket into heaven. It doesn't work that way. A baptism, being baptized, doesn't make God love you anymore. It doesn't make you really any different in God's eyes. So why is it important? Baptism is important because it's an act of receiving that gift of love. A priest friend of mine puts it in this way that hopefully is a little bit jarring, and I hope you think about this even after this moment. It is a true statement that there is nothing that you can do to make God love you less. And there is nothing you can do to make God love you more. What matters is that we learn to receive that love, that we turn to it, and that we live with such a love for one another. That is what it will look like for us to be found. Amen.